Welcome to the Secret Sauce Podcast. This is a show about relationships with staff, with students, with yourself, with building culture in your classroom, your school, your district, and becoming personally developed so that you can be professionally developed. Be sure and follow our podcast so you don't miss a show. And we're booking now for the 23-24 school year um, for any type of PD that you need, keynotes, seminars, workshops, just get in touch with me. I would love to come to your to your school, your district, and share the secret sauce with you. So let's jump right into the next episode. Here we go. Hey guys, welcome to episode number 33 of The Secret Sauce. I'm your host, Kip Schubert. And today I've got a special guest with us, and her name is Lindsay Titus. And Lindsay is an experienced educator with a passion for empowering teachers and transforming educational environments. And with over 18 years of experience in the field of education, Lindsay has made a significant impact in public schools, residential schools, and private settings, consistently striving to improve the lives of students and educators. Lindsay, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, we've, I know we've been following each other on social media back and forth for quite a while, and so it's, it's really good to have you on and, and to meet you. So tell us about Lindsay and, and Define University and all those cool things that you're doing. Yeah, I would love to. So I think, you know, so often in the education space, and I know it was this way for me, um, really from like second grade on, right? The day I decided I was gonna be a teacher, that was my identity. My identity was a teacher and it served me well, right? Going through school, I was like, I know what I want. I know what I'm gonna do. I had volunteer opportunities. You know, I started coaching swimming at a really young age. And I just, I fell in love with this concept of teaching and go all the way through college, right? Like almost have like blinders on. Like I'm not really even like seeing what else is out there. Like this is, this is what I want. And I get into my first job. Um, I was lucky enough, I got hired right out of student teaching, right into my first job. And I think it was maybe like three weeks in that I was like, I don't love this job. <laughs> and I don't, I don't love teaching. And I had this moment of panic, like, what am I gonna do? Because this is not what I thought. And I had this whole like, almost like identity crisis. And I kind of like shoved it under the rug, so to speak. And I was like, it'll just get better. It'll get better. This is, you know, I'm, this is what I'm meant to do. It will get better. Well, five, you know, fast forward five, eight, 10 years, and it didn't really get better, right? I tried a lot of different jobs. I did, you know, I was a classroom teacher, special education classroom teacher. I worked at a residential center. I worked for a non-for-profit. So I tried like all these jobs. I'm like, this one's going to be the one. That's going to be the one. And they never were. And I, I started to lose hope. Like I was like, what, what is happening? And I remember saying to my, who's now husband and my boyfriend at the time, like, there's got to be an easier way. Like, what is happening here? Like, what is going on? Why is this so complicated? And he didn't really have any answers, but that's what really got me started. Like, maybe it's not something outside of myself. Maybe I'm missing something inside of myself. And that's really the day that Define University was quote unquote born, um, not as a business yet, but really with my own transformation. And so I spent about two to three years really tackling me and figuring out without the teaching hat on, who the heck was I? Because I had no idea. I didn't even know where to start. And so I, I started and I, I did, you know, I, I worked with coaches, I did my own work and I really started to figure out, okay, with all the hats off, 
who is Lindsay? Who is Lindsay Titus? And now that I know who that person is, I'm able to just enjoy life. <laughs> but when I'm at work and when I'm at home and everything in between, um, but it really took awareness of, I'm trying to find something in this world that I need to really find within myself first. Yeah. And that's, it's, it's odd how, how that's such a positive story hearing that coming from you, you know, but I, it correlates so well with mine too, because for so long, you know, I, I was a soccer player, then I was a teacher, then I was a coach and that was my identity. And when this, when the playing days were over, I kind of lost that. And, you know, I still was a teacher and a coach and that's who I thought I was, but it really wasn't. And I searched for so long, you know, I had this, it, for me, it's like I had this big void in my soul that I always tried to fill with teaching accomplishments or coaching accomplishments or playing accomplishments or relationships, which I sucked the life out of every single one. And I always thought it was the other situations or the other people. And it never was. And I finally learned in recovery at 46 years old that it was within me, just like you were talking about. And, and once I was able to find out, you know, I used to look in the mirror and say, you know, who am I really? You know, surely you're not this guy that's destroying his life and destroying everybody else's around you. You know, surely there's more there. And once I was able to really figure out who I really was and how I got to where I was, you know, then I could really fig then I could kind of start to get a gauge on where I wanted to go which has been a nine year journey now for me. And so tell us a little, you, you mentioned define university. And so that was kind of where it was, you know, you, when you found out, found that question of, you know, you were trying to figure out where you, you know, who you were and, and what filled you and, and all that. And when, and you mentioned define university being born in that moment and not a business yet. Tell us a little bit about what it is you do with define university and, and how you help educators you know, uh, you know, get that, that passion back and, and get that, you know, reignite that, that passion back into, to be educators, teachers, coaches, administrators, whatever we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I love to say that I'm a behavior and mindset coach. Um, and it took me a while to get there for a while. I was like, I think I do behavior, <laughs> but it was, I think I do mindset. And now I'm like, I kind of do both. I kind of, I do both. And so my background is in behavior. I am a behavior analyst by trait. Um, I love helping teams understand behavior. Like why do students do what they do, um, both from an internal and an external component. And, you know, I noticed that one of the things that, um, that both, again, myself, but also then just teachers that I was interacting with on a day-to-day -day basis is they, they didn't know how to really define who they were outside of the job. Right. And I know for myself, it, that was it too. Like if I wasn't teaching, I had no idea who I was. And so I help educators literally do that, define who they are without any hats on. Like what's the story you want to tell? What are your thoughts and what is, what are your goals and how can you build momentum to get there? All the while I'm helping them with really small and simple steps to take that help transform behavior of themselves. And then simultaneously, it's going to naturally impact the, the behaviors of your students or if your administrators, the behavior of your staff, because naturally what we do and we learn, we then share with others. And there's that mirrored you know, connection piece that's going right. on. So by focusing on ourselves, we're actually helping ignite change in everybody around us. And so on a simplistic level, 
I help and coach educators to really understand why they do what they do so that we can redefine if things are not serving them or aligning to them. We can redefine those, those actions that we take so they are aligned and serving them so they can continue to share their light with the world. And, and this, that why piece, and sometimes I, I you know, personally, I'm kind of like, that's such a cliche word nowadays and why purpose and, but that's been, you know, for a long time, my stuff was warriors on purpose and it was all the recovery stuff. Right. And, and so when, when I kind of morphed into the secret sauce and being, you know, I was like, you know, I, I know I want to help people and I know I want to use my story because that's, it matters. And I know who I am now and it's not about me anymore. It's about helping others with that and, and sharing that secret sauce that I have with, with other people. And, you know, how do I do that? And of course it was right in front of me the whole time because I'm an educator and a coach. Right. Um, you know, but finding my why, you know, it really had to start with me understanding that everything going on around me, everything that was a part of my story wasn't about me. Mm-hmm. And when I really learned who I was, I was able to understand that. And so, you know, I define my why is to lead and to love others, to believe and discover that they're the greatest miracle in the world. That's my why. Mm-hmm. You know, how I do it is by being a teacher and a coach. And mm-hmm. um, share a little bit about I mean, maybe some basic things that you that you do with educators that helps them define what that why is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think I, I take the why out of it, right? So I think, like you said, sometimes when we think about like, what's my why, it can feel so overwhelming. And my number one kind of rule or standard or whatever you want to call it is if it starts to feel overwhelming, we're going to pause. That is a standard I live by day in and day out because if we push through overwhelm, that's different from fear, right? But if we push through overwhelm, we are going to feel more overwhelmed. And so instead, we want to keep it very simple. So if I if I say to someone, hey, today in our session, we're going to determine your why, that sounds that sounds big, right? That's like, whoa, that's that's impactful. <laughs> that might be hard, right? And so instead, it's when you vision, you know, uh, visualize yourself three months from now, six months from now, what do you look like? What, are, what do you sound like? What do you feel like, right? Close your eyes and let's visualize this person. And we start having a conversation. I'm like, what, what are they wearing? What, are they laughing? Are they, um, are, what are they doing, right? What time are they waking up? And we start to do this. And then we, by doing some of those really simplistic questions, then we grow more into, okay, now when they're at work, what kind of language are they doing? What kind of problems are they trying to solve? Who are they trying to help? All the while, as the person's talking, we either do this one of two ways. We can do it through a coaching model or I give it as an assignment and they do it, you know, written at home. But then we unpack it together. And by doing that, we really come up with by living as yourself, by living authentically. And what does that mean for you? Right. We define that for you. And then what is it that that, you know, problem that you are helping to solve for others? Because ultimately, that's usually what a why comes down to. Right. And we, we unpack all that they've said or written and really come up with kind of that mission oriented statement by showing up as myself, by owning my authentic self, my authentic confidence, I guide others to, or I help others to, and we fill in that blank. Um, and I think sometimes just by taking that, that notion of why or purpose or passion, because sometimes I know for me, I was like, I don't know, I'm not passionate about anything. Like I took kind of the easy way out, right? It's like, I don't know. I don't know the answer. And then I'm like, all right, well, pretend you do. I do the same thing with kids, right? When kids are like, right. I don't know, 
I'm like, pretend that you do pretend that you do know. Right. Um, and I just think that's really important. And just with Define University, go ahead and, and share with our listeners a little bit about, I want to get kind of back to that is your business. If they were to hire you as, as their coach or, or get into, what are some of the offerings that you do through, through Define University? Yeah, so I, part of my goal when I started this business was to offer things at a variety of levels. So, you know, I, I have a podcast, I have the Define University podcast where, you know, I either do solo, um, you know, solo sessions by myself when I'm just kind of like sharing information or I have guests on, right? And we talk about all things about defining themselves and their story. Um, but also then to continue to take it up, you know, I also do, um, I have courses that I will run. I'm actually gonna, I'm excited because I'm gonna be diving back into them this summer. Um, I took a little time off because I recently, well, a year ago had a baby <laughs> who I cannot believe is already one. Um, but I took some time off there. So, but I'm excited to run courses again. Um, and then also one-on-one -on -one coaching where, you know, that's really the, the heightened, you know, level to where you come with a goal and we create a game plan to make it happen. So I coach, I always say it's coaching, it's not therapy. It's more about where do you wanna to get to? And then how do we kind of, how do we handle those barriers along the way by setting up systems, simple strategic systems to help you with that goal that you're looking to attain. Okay, and it's really, it's kind of like the answers to the questions that I used to have. You know, who am I really? Mm -hmm how did I get here and, and where do I want to go? And yeah. so, you know, if, if you guys are listening in um, to this uh, and you have, and you have questions like that and you're not sure who you are, you're not sure how you got to where you are. You, maybe you feel like you're passionless and you know, your identity is tied to just being a, an educator or, or whatever you are in the field of education, you know, look into um, to Lindsay's website, define university. And, and I think there's some great things there um, to help you, but you know, I know that a lot of that the, that define university and and where you are now has come from the relationship with yourself, mm -hmm. and that's the most important relationship that we have. But is there a, is there a relationship that you've had that has kind of really influenced you in a positive way to kind of get to where you are, or a couple, or yeah? Well, it's interesting. Like the the it's. So hearing you ask that, right? The first person that came to my to my mind was my mom. Um, however, that was not really a positive relationship, but it was a relationship where I was so close with my mom. She was one of my best friends in the world. She passed uh, two and a half years ago now, um, but she struggled with this. She struggled her entire life with figuring out who she was. Um, other than the hats that she wore, right? Like if I were to ask her, hey, mom, describe yourself. Well, she was a wife and a mom and um, she too was working through recovery and those would be all the things. I was like, okay, but all that aside, like, who are you? What do you like? What? Do you, what? And she couldn't do it. And I remember about, you know, five, six, seven years ago when I was going on my journey, I was like, I don't want that. You know, it was one of those like, I don't want one day my daughter to say, mom, who are you? Or, or to see me, you know, really challenged by this. So that was like the motivation I needed to do something different and to not live that same narrative that she had fought so hard and, and just continued to battle with. Um, 
And so she inspired me that way. And she was my biggest fan. I mean, she would be the one like finding motivation and sending it to me. And I was like, mom, read it yourself. Like (laughs) pour this into you. Um, But it just goes to say, we can't force anybody to change, right? We cannot force, and that's whether we're mom to daughter, teacher to student, like we cannot force someone else to change. It has to come from within. Um, And then, I mean, there has been, there's been several people along the way. I mean, my, one of my first coaches that I worked with, her name's Marley, you know, she was really the one that showed me like, I can do this work, Um, you know, that it is possible for me to love the life I'm living inside and outside of the classroom, that I get to have both because I didn't ever believe that I could. Um, And that's really my, my end goal, right? Is like, once sometimes even the who am i question is too broad so we don't even start there right i'll I'll start with just okay what's a problem you've got going on inevitably through any problem we're going to get to the inner work because we're a part of every problem we're a part of right and so i have to where i get to change the way that i think about it my bias towards it my perspective towards it and she's the one that really showed me that that was possible that i could be a great you know educator but also a great mom and a great wife, and most of all, a great person, right? A great Lindsay, no matter what. And that I got to define what great meant. And sometimes that means, you know, I my husband puts our kids to bed so I can have some, I can, I can go out and do something for me. Like that, that can, I can be a great mom and do that. Right. And so she really helped me really work through some of those major beliefs that I had, right? A great mom does this, a great teacher does this, and to able like, um, wipe the slate clean, if you will, and write your own definitions because it's your life. You get to be the author, you're the character, you are the person. And so when, but when we're letting somebody else write that narrative for us, that's where we feel in conflict. Um, so tons of people, but that's kind of my, my person that really showed me like, you can do this. And that's kind of the, the momentum that I've been building ever since. Yeah. And, and I love how you, how you phrase that define you and mm-hmm. wipe the slate clean because I, I think especially as educators in today that there's so many false narratives out there that we fall into that we're only a great teacher if we're the first ones there and we're the last ones to leave mm-hmm. i used to think that way and mm-hmm. i get there when i get there and i leave when i leave now mm-hmm. and it's just i know that the more i become authentic in understanding who i am and living that out not putting on some mask the better I'm going to connect and build relationships with kids and staff members mm-hmm. and the better I'm going to be able to move the needle with them personally and with their either professional career or with their, with their academic success. And so, mm-hmm. you know, and so that we've, we've talked a little bit about that, the most important relationship being that one with you and in within you. And, and that's the work that you do. What's something that maybe as we kind of wrap this up, what is something that a, a good, golden nugget, if, if you will, that you could kind of share with our listeners um, about about really being able to develop a great relationship with yourself? Yeah, I think we're, one of the areas to really start with is awareness and to not be afraid to gain clarity in who you are. So I think sometimes, and I know for myself, when I first started this work, like I was like, I don't know who I am and that's scary, right? That led to, you know, panic and all this. And and I had to, or learn to really be okay that I was panicked, that I didn't have an answer, that I wasn't sure and that is okay. Because before we can take action, um, the awareness has to be there. 
and, and recognize that this is a lifelong process. You know, this is not something that we take one class or we listen to one podcast, we read one book and we're good. Like this is, I say, these are processes we get to practice every single day. And some days I'm better than others. <laughs> some days I am right. more present than others. But learning to be aware of what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking and what I'm speaking without judgment. And that's the part that takes some practice, right? Without beating myself up for having that thought or for saying those words and just saying, where'd that come from? Gain that awareness so that I can take a step to maybe change it if it doesn't serve me. I think awareness is so key, um, but we live in such a fast paced world that we often jump to, you know, I gotta do something. Right. I got to do right. that thing. It's like sit with that awareness for a second, for five minutes, for 10 minutes and just allow yourself to be in that moment. Yeah. And that's great advice. And, and again, I just although our our stories are different, um, it, it just. Yeah, I can relate so much to to especially what you just said, as far as that awareness piece, because coming out of uh, out of rehab, I was really having to become aware and face who Kip really was. And I mean, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I had to learn to sit with that. And, and over time, I mean, and it's still, I mean, there's still, like you said, it's a daily process, daily work, because I still have to work on not beating myself up for all the feelings of guilt and shame and things that I did in the past, especially with my kids. And, um, you know, but I've, I've, I've learned to embrace that. And it's become part of my story and I, I may not be able to go back and change it for, for them, you know, but I can use that in, in what I do as a teacher and as a coach to make other people better and to maybe empower kids who are going through the same thing or maybe staff members going through the same thing or adults I come across. And so, again, I, just, I think that's a great nugget for people um, as far as awareness of, of really why they're feeling the way they, they they are and why they say the things that they say and um so you can get to your own narrative right mm -hmm. and so you, so you're not following someone else's um lindsay i just um i am super grateful you took the time um to be on on the show with me today uh again i've been following you for uh quite a while post you know pre-baby and post-baby and um you always have such great wisdom um, for people who, for, for, for all of us, because that, you know, that relationship with ourselves is so important. And so, um, let people know, um, before we close here, let people know how they can kind of get in touch with you, um, contact you on social media, your website, um, those kind of things. So if they're interested in, in really finding out who they are, which we all need to do that, they can get in touch with you. Yeah, absolutely. So the website is defyinguniversity.com. Um, university is spelled Y-O-U. Uh, university. Um, and then if you search Lindsay Titus on most social media platforms, you're going to find me. Um, the name's a little bit different on each one because, you know, I like to make things challenging. But uh, Instagram's where I am most often, which is Lindsay Titus EDU. Um, also on Facebook and Twitter, though. Okay, awesome. Um, when we when we close here, Lindsay, stay with me for just a second. Um, you know, I want to talk to you. But um, guys, it's just been a, a pleasure for me to have Lindsay Titus um, with Divine, Uni Divine University on the show today. Lindsay, thank you for being here. And, and guys, just remember, um, when you're, a few things that Lindsay has said is when you're feeling overwhelmed, don't push through it, pause. And start to think about 
awareness of, of who you really are, your authentic self. And I will tell you from personal experience, it's something that you can't do alone. And so reach out to Lindsay and I know that she could be a great help um, to you to find out who you really are. Because once you do that, you really become that, that empowerment for, for students and staff that you, that's really within you, that greatness within you. So Lindsay, thank you again for being here. Um, I appreciate it. And uh, everybody, we will see you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at teachbetter.com slash podcasts, and we'll see you at the next episode. We appreciate you listening to our podcast. Let's connect and impact lives together. Leave me a comment on this episode or find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube at The Secret Sauce with Kip Schubert. We would be honored if you would share this episode on your social media. Continue to share your story. It matters. Reach back over that mountain. Every educator, every student needs to feel loved, heard, and valued. So dish out that secret sauce and be that Sherpa to guide others to the summit. Till next time, let's stay all in and all together. (laughs) 